so random cut in the podcast, my dumbass decided to hit my foot on my surge protector and killed my whole fucking PC. See, that is why you move your fucking cords away from your feet. Well, like, it was supposed to be in the corner, and honestly, I didn't even think I touched it. And, like, I didn't know the button was, like, fucking soft as fuck. And it just, like, just turned itself off. It's like, I've had enough today. Oh, like, shit. done too many reaction videos today. I'm done. Um, and yeah, anyways, you were talking about going to see, uh, Shang-Chi or whatever. Yeah. Going to see Shang-Chi, not, not doing any spoilers, but like they, they talk or they took very, uh, big influences on like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon and a lot of old school Jackie Chan movies. Like mm -hmm. that is, it is all contact on contact fighting. Oh, it's nice. none of, it's none of this like really like comic booky fighting. It is yeah. legit like old school Jackie Chan like style fighting in the movie and it's really fucking epic now nice. some people who are a little bit nitpicky on like cgi i can already tell you there's two spots in particular for me mm -hmm. that were like okay i can it kind of took me out of it but only for a split second but the entire movie itself like is so good i can like those are legit just like nitpicks at that point. worse than iron man cgi uh see you say Iron Man. I think the worst CGI in the MCU is the end fight of Black Panther. I don't even remember that one. When they're so, just on the train and shit? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. the, the, it literally looks like a computer generated freaking. That was pretty Black bad. Panther. Yeah. Yeah. Just so like that is the worst. It's not that bad. Oh, okay. Hmm. Interesting. I, uh, you know, we, we have questions of the day or we talk about all this stuff in the discord, which you guys should go join Uh link in the description. If you're listening to this on Batman news weekly on YouTube, but um, I have not watched an MCU movie since Endgame or anything MCU related. And I told myself I was taking a break from the MCU, but like, I'm not, it's not a hardcore, like I'm going to hold myself to it. One, Disney Plus is something I don't pay for personally. Like, my brother has it. I just haven't been like, yo, give me your code. Like, you know what I mean? And at the same time, I don't have time to really, like... Because I don't know how you are, but when I start a show, I can't stop. Like, I have to keep, like, fucking... I'm like, all right, I'll watch this amount. I'll watch this amount. But I, I can't, like, start something else until I finish that one. And, like, right now... But I also have a show that I'm totally with just turning it off midway. Right now, I'm, do I'm watching Doctor Who again. Like, dude. dude, I watch Doctor Who so much and everybody's like, why don't you just watch a new show? It's like, cause I don't need to pay attention to Doctor Who. Like I could it's, be on my it's phone something and to it put in the background. background. Yeah. Exactly. And there's, I see so many things on TikTok nowadays. It's like, oh, do you know why you always watch the same shows over and over yeah. again? It's because it's like fucking, it's cause you're hardcore depressed and you can't, fucking, it's like <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, but <laughs> there's some things that, that say that like, oh, it's just something comfortable and you like yeah. are not really into making like large commitments into jumping into a show. Because I will tell you this, I love anime. I mm -hmm. will never, ever, ever, ever watch One Piece. Yeah, ever. it's too long. I will watch the live action. If it's mm -hmm. like, if it gets good reviews, I'll watch the live action. But I will never watch that anime. Sorry, it's You're way doing too a live action long. One Piece? Yeah, it's going to Netflix. Are they gonna get nothing but supermodels to be the characters because they're fucking skinny as fuck i have no idea how that's gonna fucking work 
That's weird. I mean, um, yeah, I don't know. That's going to be kind of kind of crazy. But yeah, I don't know. I have not finished Food Wars, which I was nearing the end. I'm in season four and I just like stopped watching it. But it's also because I'm like, do I want this to end? Like, it's so good. So I just kind of like stopped watching for a but bit. Wasn't wasn't that the one you were saying that like there's some like weird freaking like distribution rights with it for like some people have yeah yeah so season one and two can be found on netflix yeah and then i had to watch season three on some random ass internet website and then hbo max has season four and five that's so weird i feel like i probably when because i'm pretty sure the funimation crunchyroll thing has like officially like hey we solidified every yeah it is everything so I'm sure they're going to probably try to purchase a shit ton of rights back yeah. to uh, distrib- uh, for distribution. So everything is fucking just in this giant freaking anime app, which is going to be awesome. Yeah, I really hope that uh, it's going to be free with PlayStation Plus. That was a rumor. Oh, that, that would, would be amazing. Be so good. Yeah, so that would be awesome. But anyways... Um, so yeah, I just haven't, I haven't watched anything from the MCU. Um, and if it wasn't for this podcast, I probably, I wouldn't have been rushing to watch Titans, which we'll talk about this later, but I didn't watch today's episode cause I completely <laughs> yeah, forgot. I'm, I'm going to be watching it or well, I'm going to be talking about it to, uh, tonight on this podcast. I will tell you this. It is a blessing and a curse to be a part of so many freaking podcasts that I'm a part of mm-hmm. because like I have to consume so much content all yeah. of the freaking time. But the worst part about it is I have to consume content all of the fucking time. Yeah, I, I can't do it, man. Like, um, because like there are times like today you were literally before we jumped on this podcast tweeting like God of War, fucking Wolverine. And I'm like, man, I haven't got excited for something like that in a long time. And like, I don't know how you still manage to get so excited about all these comic products. Because like, I feel overwhelmed just because I'm doing so much shit. I'm just well, like, no, like, again, this isn't a fucking Marvel podcast, but Marvel Unlimited just announced their, uh, they have exclusive new comics on mm-hmm. their app and they're taking the Webtoons route. They're vertical. Oh, wow. Yeah interesting so and it did, seems like hmm. that is the new thing and we're going to be talking about at least three episodes because that's what webtoons calls them yeah uh three new episodes of we called it a batman book that they yeah. decided to do first for their webtoon series yeah uh pretty crazy pretty crazy but yeah no i don't know it's just there's just so much stuff man like i'm i'm glad we have this podcast because it keeps me reading batman at least so i'm like all right i got an excuse to keep reading batman but everything else is just like there's so much crap. But anyway, speaking of webtoons, um, yeah, did you? So they released the Batman book, right? Yes, they um, released. It is called. Here, let me actually pull it up on my phone. I forgot the actual title of this. I um, webtoons is a free app, people. So you can decide to pay for it if you want. So the way it's going to work out, and I actually have it open right here. It's called Batman wayne family adventures there is three episodes that are out now that you can read for free and then there's another three that you can purchase if you want it does say episode four is free in six days episode five is free in 13 days and episode six is free in 20 days so every week there is a new episode now these episodes cost five coins if you want to purchase them. 
the way the coins work are uh, I'm going to the coin shop now. You can buy 10 coins for 99 cents, or you can buy 1,000 coins for $99.99. Uh, right now, they do have a starter pack for 108 coins for $5.99. Guys, I am a cheap son of a bitch, so if I can read something for free, I will read it for free. Um, I would not say you have to look into purchasing anything on Webtoons. Yeah, there's there's a reason why there are so many people going to this app to read stuff. And it's for the fact that everything is free. Yeah. And it's a good place to start. If you are an artist and you have your own story, a lot of people start on Webtoons and they blow up to have a manga or whatever later on. So um, a lot of stuff happening there. I will say if you are one of those sticklers of a Damian Wayne fan and you're like, why the fuck? isn't Damien darker. He should be more brown because of his ethnicity. He grew up in the desert, all of that jazz. His mom's Talia al Ghul, but they super whiteified him in these books. He is brown as fuck in these books. Yes, he, he is actually dark-skinned. They actually play a huge... Uh, like the, the significance of diversity is yeah. very much shown in these webtoons. Uh, did you actually uh, sit down and read these? I was skimming it right now. Okay. It just the first book seems like they're introducing uh, Duke Thomas to the the manor. Yes, so they are moving him into the manor. Um, Damian Wayne is basically his guide. Uh, he kind of like tricks him. He's like, "Oh, by the way, um, we uh, we like set booby all, traps. Yeah, we set all these booby traps and everything." And like Duke's like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" Like, <laughs> yeah. like he freaks him out or whatever. And and Bruce is. Bruce eventually gets to him. He's like, oh, I think Damien was kind of pulling your leg or whatever. But, yeah. you know, welcome to the family, which is really, really cool. Uh, the second episode, episode two, is called, uh, I believe, The Last Cookie. And the really cool thing, again, this is basically for people who... they You can be a fan of the Batman characters, but because this is so far away from like DC content, mm -hmm. like legitimately on Webtoons. This is for people wanting to get introduced to, to these characters because yeah. you go into here and they have little boxes. It says Jason Todd, AKA the Red Hood, death and resurrection leave some lasting scars. Tim Drake, AKA Red Robin, genius detective coffee addict. Cassandra Kane, AKA orphan, trained since birth as a living weapon. So like it gives you little snippets it does have a little bit of a like adventure time type of like art style feeling. Yeah. These aren't dark stories. These are legitimately like, Hey, let's have some fun with these characters. And I, I actually really dig it. This whole story is about the fact that like, if no one gets hurt out on patrol, they have a tradition of Alfred makes all of these pastries and they kind of pig out. Mm -hmm. And they start to fight over the last cookie. Damien gets a hold of it. But then you see like freaking Jason Todd fucking tackle him. But like, I love the way the art style and the vertical scrolling works here because you see Damien really like proud that he has the cookie. And then you scroll and the panel is kind of like rocked off of off kilter yeah. and it's blurry and it, it shows, okay, there's motion. You don't have to necessarily do the stuff that you were doing in traditional comics. You can kind of play around 
with the effects here. Yeah. So I really enjoy that. Like these, this is technically for me as a, as a person who hasn't read webtoons before, mm-hmm. this is a new style for me. Yeah. And so I was really enjoying this, uh, but eventually gets to the point where uh, Bruce is uh, in possession of the cookie. Everybody's trying to fight him for it. They can't uh, get it. And then it flies out of Bruce's hand. It gets into Alfred's hand. He's like, well, well, he's basically like you snooze, you lose. And he's the one that's able to eat the last cookie. Nice. Uh, I would love them to fight Alfred, though. <laughs> he punched out Superman, y'all. It yeah. happened. But the last book is called, which one? Uh, Eyes and Ears. And it's uh, Barbara Gordon and uh, Commissioner Gordon having, uh, I think, lunch or dinner or whatever. And he's like, oh, well, how was your day at the library? She calls being Oracle the library when talking Mm. to her dad. And so uh, he was like, so what happened? You got to there's got to be something that you've actually done uh, at work. And she's like, well, I guess I did. Or what she say? She said, uh, I did help a kid with some reading. And it shows her talking to Damien. And uh, she's like, did you not read the note that your dad left you? Mm-hmm. And there's a sticky note attached to the wheel of the Batmobile that says, Damien, you were still too young to drive the Batmobile. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I'm not overriding any controls. You know, just leave the Batmobile alone. And he like starts to like throw a, f- a fit or whatever. Then it cuts back to them eating at the restaurant again. And she's like, oh, yeah, I also helped people find their way around the library. And it's... uh who was it? it's uh, it's drake and spoiler drake, drake yeah. and spoiler and they're trying to find uh, a bank robbery and they're like okay well everything looks secure to me the the bank is all good and you keep scrolling and you're and she's like hey idiots you're at the wrong freaking bank <laughs> and they're like oh shit well don't tell batman and <laughs> the uh the like bun of the joke is the fact that like uh she's like oh i also got some some exercise in and you see barbara on her wheelchair like kicking some ass or whatever yeah and she's like well how is your work doing and gordon's like oh well you know you know i i was able to stop a robbery like right in the nick of time with with uh with robin and and batgirl mm-hmm. kind of going back to something that she had already said and she's like oh yeah no thanks to me or whatever yeah and it's just really cute and fun stories it's i could see them because believe it or not one of the better anime in quite some time both me and juice have mm-hmm. seen it uh freaking god of high school right or yeah is it, that is a webtoons comic mm-hmm. that's and awesome and it turned into an anime like yeah. these stories don't necessarily have to be in this light all the time this is just the first one to come out but looking at the art style looking how they are written seeing the people that are attached to this the people that are attached to these three stories because the credits are at the end of each story i do not recognize anyone's name yeah and that excites me because if these people can give us really good stories at dc then you can bet your ass that they're going to be being pushed to either a graphic novel or at least an annual moved on to possibly write main series. Yeah. At DC. 
Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, man. Uh, I've always said that DC needs to have something that allows new writers to come in and show what they got. Um, so if this, you know, if Webtoons is the place, that would be amazing. But if not, you know, we'll see what happens. But it does look like these are pretty cool, and we'll see how it goes going forward. Uh, oh. I don't have the money to throw down on this, but if I did, I would probably pay for this series. So Yeah, so also, just wanted to give a quick update in confirmation. Uh, because I believe it was Variety or Hollywood Reporter. I can't remember which one. Mm-hmm. Um, they have confirmed that majority of Substack's uh, comic creators got six figures hmm. joining Substack. I just want to see how it's going to be sustainable, man. Yeah. like It's, it's interesting. It but... could be a mixer situation. Where they oh, buy the big yeah. people and it doesn't yeah. survive for more than six months to a Fuck. year, you know? So, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because, like, nobody knows. You're, you're a newsletter company trying to be a comic company now. Like, that's going to be huge, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because I would love to see somebody leaving a big place. And, like, again, like I said, I haven't heard anything from fucking Scott Snyder since he left. I haven't heard shit. Yeah, no, he he has turned his Substack subscription into like a hey, I'm going to teach you how to become a writer. Yeah. That's he he's doing writing classes basically. I don't need that help right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that help. Um uh, but anyways, let's go ahead and move on over since we just talked about Barbara Gordon, let's talk about the new Barbara Gordon in Batgirl, which is going to be on HBO Max. Uh it seems like uh Leslie Grace has been i don't is she promoting anything right now i don't understand why she's talking to a bunch of people i'm not entirely sure either um from what i know she is technically just like filming batgirl yeah so they talked to et online which is entertainment um you know that that channel and um, they were just kind of asking her about like, yo, you know, when are we going to see the bat suit? All that kind of jazz. She says she's really excited um, about it. She's been, you know, toughening up because that's what needs to happen because she's Batgirl. She seems to be very excited about doing like nerdy shit. Yeah. Um, it doesn't really sound like she's a comic book person, but it does sound like she's got like a nerdy side, I guess, um, because she's like, she's like, I'm excited to be like researching all the comics and stuff like that is what i read unless there's something different i'm pretty excited to see what she brings to the table um and the best part about bringing somebody newer to these things is the fact that you and i mean some people can take this the wrong way if they want but you can mold them into being like hey this is you're gonna be technically the second batgirl on the big screen because of course we had uh freaking alicia silverstone Mm -hmm. uh, oh yeah i forget about that one (laughs) (laughs) most people do uh but you're gonna be the first big bat girl um when it comes to modern freaking dc movies so even though it's gonna be on hbo max so having her do this you can be like okay well you need to read these certain books you need to remember that you know this is this character does this or whatever now i will say some people are freaking out um i don't hold any uh weight to this at all Uh, a friend of mine says that it could mean something uh because 
she recently followed Ben Affleck on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And apparently recently, um, even with the actor who was cast as Jaime Reyes. Uh, yeah. I forgot his name. Uh, Sholo. I, I can't, I, can't I forgot exactly his name. Um, but he uh, followed the director on Instagram. And like the very next week, he mm -hmm. was confirmed to be the actor uh, mm. for Blue Beetle. So everybody's like, oh my gosh, this means that she's confirmed to be in the DCEU with Batfleck and we're going to get Batfleck again. But this news that you're sharing, she also says that she's probably not going to have Batman in her movie, right? Yeah, I think she says something nonchalant like Batman's gone, like or he's like on assignment oh God, it's or some Bat shit. Batwoman all over again. Yeah, I hope it's nothing like that, <laughs> but I hope it's like he's out of town is what she's meaning, you know? Maybe he's off doing oh, something Oh, so maybe else. it's it's more of like a hey, I'm on assignment. You're going to be taking care of Gotham while I'm gone. Yeah, I would hope so. Um, because, yeah, I would hate it to be like, Batman's gone, he's been missing, and there hasn't been a Batman since. I would fucking hate that. Um, because I, I don't have it in this article that I'm looking at, but there was two separate articles. This one's more talking about how she's, you know, she's excited for the journey and all that jazz. But she also called out Margot Robbie and saying it would be fun to work with Harley Quinn. Um, so she should have been in the original Birds of Prey, in my yeah, opinion. No uh, so maybe this could be bringing in somebody else to do Birds of Prey again, like they did the Suicide Squad, and just be like, uh, we're going to just kind of ignore that Birds one. Birds of Prey. Yeah. yeah. Um, or maybe you just have Batgirl and Harley Quinn show up at the end of Black Canary, and that sets up Birds of Prey 2 or something. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You know, yeah, you could you do could something do that. like that. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited to see her already trying to be like, yeah, let's meet up with, you know, Harley Quinn and blah, blah, blah and do all that. But I, if I wouldn't be surprised because, I mean, you have both Black Canary and Batgirl both in production and pre-production. Yeah, like it, there's a reason for it, you know, for sure. And what you could do is if the rumor of Gotham City Sirens being back on the table was happening, then maybe you do Gotham City Sirens and you have Harley over there. You have Batgirl show up at the end of Black Canary. And then we have Bat Birds of Prey versus Gotham City Sirens. So I'd be, be, be kind of cool. And then, of course, they all team up to fight some even bigger bad. But I just hope they do it better than they fucking did in Birds of Prey. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> These whoever's making these fucking movies need to go watch Doctor Who, not the recent seasons, but the Moffat era and learn how you fucking build a big bad over the course of a fucking movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyways, so, yeah, excited to see what's going to happen. I'm pretty sure we won't get a look at Batgirl until Fando, um, at least the Batsuit. Yeah, so, probably not. I mean, if anything, we will get like maybe a tease i don't see us getting anything too big well she does use a motorcycle a lot so it could be possible that we get some outside motorcycle shots oh yeah of the suit because yeah. that's the first look and almost like the only look we got at batman prior to the trailer so oh, that's true yeah. you know it might be something like that um but jumping over to uh comics we got a really cool trailer for the batman world graphic novel that's coming out uh, I completely forgot about this, like genuinely. And then, you know, somebody in our Discord posted the Batman trailer, or the Batman World trailer. 
And it got me hyped for the graphic novel. And I was just like, oh, shit. I was like, I forgot about this. I need to make sure it's going to be on my pool list at my local comic shop. Oh, yeah. Um, also, just a reminder, because I have pre-ordered my or not pre-ordered. I have ordered mine. It should be coming in pretty soon. Uh, uh, Joker Harley Criminal Insanity is out on hardcover. Yeah, I have not got that yet. I assume I will just pick it up when I go to my local comic shop um, and just pick it up there because they'll probably order like a billion. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'll be doing that. But yeah, I when is do we have a release date for this? Batman World? Batman World, I believe we do. Let me double check. Really now, quickly. the interesting thing about this is, if I'm not mistaken, it's uh, obviously it's called Batman World because it's going to be a bunch of Batman stories around the world. And I feel like this is something that could easily work. And I'm surprised this isn't a series already. You know what I mean? Because like they did Batman Incorporated, but that was like, let's set up all these other Batman around the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like doing a series called Batman International would be kind of badass where he's following big time criminals all around the world. And like that, you can also leave it up to like there. Why aren't you? Why are you out of Gotham? He's like, because I know I have people that I can trust in Gotham. And you could like show maybe Gotham girl be there. He's like, Gotham's under control. Like they're fine. You know what I mean? So. So I don't believe that we actually have a release date unless it's at the end of the trailer, which I, I don't remember. Assume that. Let's see here. I actually have it up right now. Yeah. It just shows all of the countries, and then that is it. So it doesn't look. Well, hold on. Let's Maybe we'll get a release day. Description says here. Uh. Yeah, because usually is. when they promote something, it's within a couple of months. Ah, it says here uh, launches globally in fourteen international markets on Tuesday, September fourteenth. So in next week, next week, yeah. Oh wow! Wait, I wonder. We haven't got the books for next week yet, so so we have not been able to read this because I do know that our usual guy that does give us. I checked yesterday, and it just said coming soon. Yeah, he he does have the folder ready, so we probably aren't going to be getting this until the day of. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that they are pretty excited about this release, so it probably will be one of those that's like last minute. Mm -hmm. Um, but I can see us getting the entire thing. So, uh, yeah. I think this will be really really fun to read. We're of course going to be talking about it on the podcast. Uh, it'll probably be one of those like first reads for sure. Um, yeah, it'll probably be like we'll pick our best stories, yeah. all that kind of jazz. Just because we do want you guys to go read it as well, because I think it's gonna be a big event or a big and it's a graphic novel, which is nice. You don't have to worry about picking out fucking issue three and issue four and issue five all that later. It's just one big graphic novel. And I already know some people in the Discord said they're gonna pre-order it, so that's kind of cool. Um, but going on from that, before we dive into Titan stuff, it has been announced that Batman Day, the one event that happens every year, um, release what's going to be going on. Clay, I think you have the list that's pulled up yes. for this. So Batman Day has its announcements, says right here, uh, it's going to be taking place September 18th, which is actually a week or next Saturday. Next yeah. yeah, next Saturday. Uh, the audio drama, the the audio adventures, uh, Batman the audio adventures, the one with, of course, uh, Jeffrey Wright, 
uh, and Rosario Dawson and John Leguizamo. Uh, they're going to be, uh, it's going to be 10 parts. It's going to be released on that day as well. I still am very confused why they want to drop an audio drama on freaking HBO Max when they did have a contract and it was like a huge announcement that they made a deal with Spotify. I'm still very confused why they want to do this on HBO Max. I'm not sure, but I want to say there's already audio dramas on HBO Max that you can check out. Really? I want to say they promoted one recently and I don't know who it was for though. Maybe like Harry Potter or something random like that. Huh. Um, so but yeah, they also have the re-release of the hugely popular crossover Batman Fortnite zero point number one uh, that you can get on uh, at your local comic shops as well. Uh, this one the was the one that you were more uh, interested, not interested, but you were surprised with. Uh, how do you pronounce it? Fazi? Fa- Phase Clan. Phase Clan. Okay. Yeah. Phase Clan is uh, leading a digital lifestyle and media platform rooted in gaming and youth culture. It is releasing a comic that is basically, they are going to be teaming up with Batman in this comic. The, for me personally, I know that the comic is just like a gimmick to get people yeah. like, Hey, you know, this is whatever. But honestly, I know that they, you've told me, and I, I recognize the name with some controversy, but there is a little bit of controversy with these individuals but I have to admit, whenever it comes to new, like, apparel with mm-hmm. DC, I'm always interested because for some reason, I feel like DC can never get their shirts right. Like, there's always yeah. too much on, yeah. their, on their shirts. Like, it can never be, like, these freaking, like, symbols, like the Flash, the Superman, the Batman, like, those are nice. But, like, I'm I'm wanting, like, okay, I want something with, uh, not just the symbol, but with Superman. And they're like, oh, well, let me just like cut out this square panel. And mm-hmm. it's like this big fucking thing that's on your shirt. It's like, yeah, that's not great looking. You know, they need to do a minimalist series where like you can barely tell, like, you know, like, uh, you know how people will take they're doing a lot of this with anime, like champs and all these people are doing collabs with anime and they're just making them look like high end clothes but you know the references. Mm-hmm. And I wish DC would do something like that. Um, but yeah, FaZe Clan has had a lot of drama. I know one of the members got kicked out recently because he was promoting one of the shit coins and it made a lot of people lose money. And um, I know I think the leader or one of the main guys of FaZe Clan was in some drama back in the day. He got into like a fight or something and uh, his girlfriend. Uh, there's a lot of drama with the FaZe Clan. So, uh, but they're also like a really big organization. So maybe DC's just trying to get new readers and they're like, you know what? Gaming is really big. Let's just team up with these people. Um, but yeah, we'll see. They should have did it with a hundred thieves. Cause that would have been like Valkyrie and all them. Oh, so that would have been awesome. They should have went with them. But, so uh, the last one, cause the other two stuff of stuff we already know, but the last one is, uh, it is going to be a companion that is released with bat tech with the bat tech app is uh participating comic book stores digital platforms and dc universe infinite app will feature a special batman day edition of the first issue of batman nightwatch bat tech limited series Hmm. so i feel like (laughs) i i i hate that they're using like these gimmicks to promote like new series on 
DC Universe Infinite, and it's yeah. just, it's it's not it's going to be a limited series. It's nothing like hey, this is going to be a constant to keep you attached to this app. Yeah, like they're just like hey, here's this one thing that we partnered up with, and we have to put it somewhere. And I know we're not going to make a whole lot of sales physically, so here it is digitally. Like it's not something that is going to bring people to the app. You know? Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, man, we always thought, I mean, we said once everything jumped over to HBO Max, that app's pretty much going to die. They needed something there. Yeah. And um, yeah, I don't know. I think that would have been like, I know Scott Snyder, as much as I don't like Scott Snyder or Tynan or whatever, I feel like you should have got some big people to be like, yo, we need a series just for the app. Like, what can you do? And, and the thing is, like, the milestone stuff, so, like, the Static Shock, the hardware, the freaking uh, Rocket, and, oh, shoot, what is what is his name? Uh, I haven't read any of that. Well, all the milestone stuff is day and date on the app. So you can buy it digitally or, I mean, buy it physically, or if you have the DC Universe Infinite app, it comes out the same day on there. Mm. but it's not exclusive to that app you know yeah and i feel like exclusivity would draw people into that kind of thing for sure yeah i mean it works with bigger platforms look at what's happening with youtube and twitch right now they're just like we're gonna take all your people give us those (laughs) we got money let's do this um but yeah anyways that's all the entertainment news we got we're going to go on to reviewing Titans. I will apologize in advance. I completely forgot about this fucking thing. It's because I've been working on this damn writing desk in the back of my room. And I finally finished it today. I was working on the last bits of things. And then The Matrix came out today. An Apex trailer came out today. And I was like, I got to film these and edit these and blah, blah, blah. And uh, by the time I even knew it, uh, I told Clay I want to try to record the podcast early today. And we're recording early, and I completely forgot about recording or watching Titans. So, you know, it's unfortunate we record and they release the episodes on the same days. Usually, I'm able to watch it, but totally forgot today. Um, So, Clay is going to be doing a... I just told him, go ahead and spoil it for me. I don't give a shit, because I'm not super excited about the show, so... Yeah, you know, this episode is titled uh, 51%. Why? I have no freaking clue. Was Superboy in it? Yes. Is he 51% Superman and only 49% Lex Luthor? Oh, God. Uh, that would actually make kind of sense, but that's not what they did. Mm. Um, this whole episode is kind of surrounding the fact that, like, uh, of course, last episode had... Uh, it was all Jason. Jason, yeah. Jason had... No, no, Lady Vic was the big villain oh, last yeah, episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. And what he did is he like started to give people on the streets this like not finished uh, batch of whatever he's taking in the inhaler or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they went completely berserk and started killing people in Gotham. And that drug is being mass produced. And like they're wanting to basically just give it to everybody in Gotham. And Jason's doing this. Yeah wow so jason did it on his own uh-huh. and to and like he confronts freaking scarecrow in the very beginning of this episode he's all like so what'd you think are you mad that i took your drug are you uh-huh. mad at me and uh scarecrow's like no i'm not mad at you i'm not i'm not batman yeah and uh jason grabs one of the inhalers and starts to take it and like he starts to cough and he starts to like 
fall down. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit. Oh shit. Please kill him. Kill him. Yeah. <laughs> kill That'd him. Nice. And he's like, I told you, I'm not Batman. And then it like goes to the title screen. I was like, oh fuck, that's horrible writing, but please kill him. Yeah. <laughs> but he woke up it's all tied up to a fucking chair. And I was like, God damn it. Of course. <laughs> he lives again. But the whole thing is that like, hey, you were kind of going rogue, so you're going to stay here, you're going to stay put, and I am going to go talk to, you know, the rest of the mobs in yeah. Gotham and get them in on this free... Oh, you know what? That's what it is. They... So he didn't die, though, right? No, like, he didn't die. J- it Jason- would have been interesting since, like, I don't give a shit at this point. It would have been cool if Scarecrow killed him every time he went out of line. Because he knew he could bring him back. Okay, yeah, I that would have been cool. That I mean, I could see it happening. Because then could see you something can like that. you can play with the idea of the Lazarus Pit. It's supposed to make you more and more evil every time you use it. So Jason could have gotten more and more fucked up every yeah. time. Yeah, that would have been a better story. Oh yeah, but I'm I'm starting to realize what the fifty one percent is. Mm. So Scarecrow, and I keep saying Scarecrow. He's not fucking Scarecrow. I hate this whole bullshit. Titans is the fucking MCU of DC shows right now. And they're <laughs> awesome. like, they're like, Hey, we have all of these costumes, but we still want everybody to just not wear the costumes. Oh yeah. I feel that. So I keep saying scarecrow, but never once has crane worn the mask. Yeah. He everybody, probably won't. Everybody knows him as scarecrow. Yeah. But he like, I feel like they're trying to go for the scarecrow that was in Arkham Knight. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't work out without that mask. Yeah. He can't sure. be scary and he can't be like, oh, I'm going to fucking take over the world. I'm going to take over Gotham. Like, because right now he's acting like a businessman and he just sounds and looks like as if he's playing Lex Luthor. Yeah. And it just doesn't, it doesn't mesh well with the character that he's supposed to be. Mm hmm. But the 51% is in regards to like, hey, I'm cutting this deal with this with all the people in the mob. Yeah. So I will hand you guys these uh, this drug. You will sell it. You will make your profit. And, you know, you will keep coming to me. And, you know, I will take all of your money and you will be more rich than you have ever been in your entire life, basically. Yeah, uh, is the way he explains it to them. And so there's that storyline that kind of starts it off while uh, Dick is getting like, hey, I think I know a way to find Scarecrow. I, I think I need I, I found a way to find Crane. We're going to use Oracle. Mm-hmm. So Oracle is the program. Uh, a program for anybody who doesn't know. It's this giant room. It almost looks like Cerebro in some sense. Really hmm. weird. But it's not like a helmet piece. So Barbara takes him to Oracle. They they use it, and he can't find Crane. But he's like, do you want me... Uh, Oracle is speaking to them, and he's like, do you want me to look at private communications? Barbara says no. Dick says yes. And she's like, whatever. And then he Oracle looks through private... Uh, communications they start to hear crane they're like oh that's him 
And as soon as they start hearing him, he's like, oh, well, you have you have what, uh, what I need. Well, meet me at this address. Mm-hmm. And Dick's like, all right, I got it. I'm, I'm going to head that way. And so him and Superboy go to the address, and it was a trap. Mm-hmm. Crane used the picture that Lady Vic took of Barbara last episode to hack into Oracle. Wow. Is yeah. that easy? It's that, e- it's that easy to hack into Oracle. Okay. Um, which it's oddly enough that's happening in the comics right now. So when this happened though, we see Jason again. Mm-hmm. And like he wakes up crying. Mm-hmm. Cause he's supposedly like he's scared of he's scared of Jonathan Crane. Yeah. And like, what are you gonna do to me? And he's like uh and crane is like kind of going on this whole monologue of like batman needed oracle to defeat me mm-hmm. so now i took i i i basically destroyed the one thing that they needed to 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 defeat me because when dick and superboy find out that it's a trap they relay the message to barbara mm-hmm. while she's still in oracle and she says oracle and he responds with yes and she says how do i destroy you and then it moves on to crane he's and he's watching like a video of barbara and he's Uh like i finally did it like now they now i know for a fact they can never beat me because i destroyed oracle okay and i'm like uh uh okay i i guess that just doesn't who are they writing this show for? Like, if you've never heard of Oracle before, and you know nothing of Oracle, you don't know how powerful, how crazy Oracle is. So I will say this. As soon as Oracle starts to like go through private communications, you start to hear everybody's like, like personal phone calls yeah, and yeah. all of this stuff. It's very reminiscent of the Nolan yeah. of The Dark Knight. So I guess people can then be like, oh, so that's how it kind of is. Okay. Yeah. And they very much play off of that. Yeah. And so at this point, we move on to Blackfire and Starfire. And they're like, hey, if we're really going to defeat Crane, we need to like find out who he has in his pocket and see if they can help us out. They go to this woman uh, you see her as part of like the mob that he had talked to before. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, we know that Crane is really starting to fuck up Gotham. And before you know it, he's going to come after you. So we can help you, but we need uh, like you need to help us. And she's like, OK, well, if I can help you and you can help me, well, then you need to help me. And they're like, well, what do you mean? And they're like, well, I have a son and he he's hiding here. And, you know, to save his life, we need you need to bring him to me. And they're like, OK. And they they go grab her son. And I saw this coming from a fucking mile away. They grab the son. She, they bring him to her house. And the very next thing you fucking see, she grabs a gun, shoots him in the head. And she's and she's like. Oh, he was working for the FBI. So uh, thank you guys for for bringing him to me. And Starfire gets fucking pissed. And she's like, 
he, I promised him that he would be safe. Mm-hmm. And now you made me break my promise. And she's like, yeah, you broke a promise, but now I can help you with crane. And, uh, and she's like, and plus you're a Titan. What are you going to do? And Starfire says, well, I am a Titan, but I'm also a queen. And she like basically sets the woman on fire mm-hmm. and turns her into ash. And hmm. I'm just like, okay. Uh, the whole point of your character is that you are like the motherly figure yeah. in the Titans group. And like you have told so many other people not to kill. You're telling your deadly sister that she can't be alone because she's going to murder people. And then you murder somebody right in front of her. Yeah. But Clay, Clay, this is the thing you need to know, right? Look, I've covered a lot of Gotham, okay? A lot of Gotham. More Gotham than I want to know. Even Batman. It's not realistic for people not to kill, dude. It's just not realistic. People should kill, you know? You and me, Clay, we kill people all the time, apparently. You know? So it's it's just not realistic stupid. to not kill people. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't fucking know. People are going to totally be fine with that, though. And um, you know what? It all depends on how they handle this going forward, right? Because everybody's like, it's character development. It's character development. Like, she's going to learn that killing is bad from this. I'm like, bro, I've never killed anybody in my life, and I know killing's bad. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't fucking understand that mindset that people have with killing. Um, It's it's stupid. But, like, the very last part of this episode is they figure out where Crane's, like, base of operations is. uh Uh-huh. So the entire team goes out and stops it. And like right before any shit starts to go down, you see like one person get fucking like zip lined up into the rafters. And Jason pops up from his fucking duct tape chair. He's all like, they're here. And then you see two more people get fucking zipped up into the air. Uh-huh fucking Nightwing comes out of nowhere, starts kicking ass or whatever. Everybody starts to fight. Uh, We see every single character at least have one moment of like showing off their powers. Crane is crying like a baby. No, this can't be. How did they find me? Why? Mm -hmm. And then he grabs Jason and they fucking drive off. And he's like, don't worry. I always come back on top. I always come back on top. And the next yeah. thing you know, the Titans are at the mansion. Fucking have it. They're all having beers. And they're like, yeah, man, we did it. Yeah. Yeah, we did it. Oh, so and... Nightwing doesn't know about the murder? No, no. Oh, and okay. and Dick Grayson is like, oh, well, uh, they're on the run, which means they're they're getting sloppy. And uh, we're, we're eventually going to get them. And Barbara's there. And she's like, you know what, guys? Thanks for, you know, doing this for me. You know, I'm going to call it a night. And she goes into Dick Grayson's room. Mm-hmm. Dick Grayson finds her. And she's like, oh, the other night with Lady Vic, when you went into my apartment, you didn't want to leave, did you? And I'm like, ah, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> like, because it, it's not like, it's not organic uh, whatsoever. Yeah. You just see her in his room. And it's like, as if, like, hey, on this cue, turn around and see that it's him. 
Mm-hmm. Like it literally looks staged. There's nothing organic. About oh wait, the scene. she he went into his room and she turned around. No, no. no. So she was she was in his room. Uh huh. And he walked over there and he's, he's like, "I thought you were calling it a night." And she's and she like turns around because she was facing the other way, and then, oh, the other night when you were in my apartment, you didn't want to leave, did you? And I'm like, Jesus Christ, like. <laughs> why this uh this is like this is cw bad like this is cw riverdale fucking mm-hmm. high school shit bad <laughs> and i'm just like i, I it I just can't. sounds funny um <laughs> so look bad. i'm all for i'm all for bad family people's banging but sometimes cheesy is cheesy you know what i mean like, it is and like they they start to make out and then the scene cuts to like because one of the biggest things that i kind of left out is like uh garfield uh beast boy is still wanting to find jason he's still wanting to help mm-hmm. jason and a big part of this episode uh dick tells beast boy like he's red hood now we need yeah. to understand that and he uh beast boy goes into jason's old room he's like there's got to be a clue here somewhere like what mm-hmm. like uh and he starts to like mimic jason yeah and he's like oh wait a second and he starts to like sniff his eyes turn green and he finds a stash of weed mm-hmm. he's all like oh always hiding your stash for in case your real one is found or whatever yeah uh and he finds a note at the end of the episode he goes to molly which was jason's friend from that mm-hmm. one episode and, and he's all like hey you wrote a note to jason I know you want to help him, so do I. And yeah. that's how the episode ends. Hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just hearing you say that Red Hood spread a drug all around Gotham that caused people to die, he there's no, no, no redemption. He, oh, he, he didn't? He he caused the people to go crazy, which caused like they murdered people. The people yeah, that he gave the But he started it. Like yes. that's the thing. Yes. So like yeah, there's no redemption for that. I don't even know, like... Then again, I mean, he's he's done fucked up shit in the comics, too, so I can't go so hard in it. But, again, this is an adaptation. So, um, yeah, kill him. I hope he dies. I, I just don't like this show. We're gonna possibly get a Red Hood movie. You don't, you don't want both of these guys happening at the same time. So... I, and neither does DC apparently or WB yeah. because they don't they don't understand the the idea of the multiverse. Yeah, but so like, dude, I I literally it was like freaking six a.m. when I was watching this in my living room, and mm-hmm. I verbally was like, "Oh yeah, kill him, kill him." <laughs> <laughs> we'll have the biggest. We'll have the biggest. Like if if Jason Todd dies, we're gonna call it right now. We will start that podcast off with that. Like, I'm just calling it now. That will be the opening of the podcast, so nobody has to wait to hear it. If he genuinely uh, dies, it's we will start be the so podcast. Good. Uh, but anyways, that's it. I can't really add any more because I didn't watch the show. But we do have three comics to talk about, which is we've been teasing Batcat forever for the last, like, two or three weeks. But we're going to start off with Suicide Squad versus the Joker, um, Get Joker. And did we even cover this on the podcast? So we didn't because I didn't read the first one. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I read the first one and then I was like, okay, well, I'm caught up. Now we can just go ahead and talk about the second one. Yeah. So 
I read all the way. So there's a moment where there's like a nightclub scene mm-hmm. and Joker shows up. That's okay. where I stopped. Okay. But like so, all before that, there's a weird group of individuals that freaking. Oh, maybe you did talk about it because you talked about fucking wild dog or whatever his name is yeah uh well well, just to catch people up that don't know at the end of the first issue the joker got a hold of the bomb device that amanda waller has so he could kill everybody in the suicide squad right now if he wanted to yeah and so essentially this comic starts off with everybody like how like should we just wait around to die or like what's the case but harley's like that's no fun for the Joker. Like, you know, she knows the Joker the best. She's like, he's, it's a game to him. Like, it's funny. He's not going to just kill everybody right now, but he can, you know what I mean? Essentially. And then of course they have to figure out, all right, well, how are we going to do this? There's a lot of banter between like, there's one character that like smokes weed. And of course, like there's like this little thing of everybody smoking weed and the red hoods like, what are you guys doing? They're like, Oh, you know, whatever. And they're just kind of playing jokes on him. Um, and yeah, it's a weird, weird fucking cast of characters um, because like it's just it's insane. But uh, yes, fast forwarding to this part, they're trying to find out where the Joker is and the Joker's henchmen find them and they're like, he's going to be here. So they go to this club and this club, they're like, all right, well, we're going to wait for the Joker to show up and we'll see what happens. And it gets really weird because this has happened with Harley's character multiple times. I don't know if you got this far, but Joker shows up and it's a strip club. And um, they're like, all right, we're waiting for him. We're going to make our move or whatever. He shows up and he he talks to Jason. Like he's like, oh, man, like it's going to be I think he says something along the lines of being different or like it's going to be weird not being able to kill you. Or something like that, or not seeing you dead, or something like that. Referencing when he killed him. It says it's. Uh, I have it right here. I'm trying to zoom in on it. It says, uh, "It's killing me not to kill you again." Yeah. So he references that, and then he's just kind of like he gets on stage, and um, he's eventually. Let's see. He just starts like doing a Joker monologue type of thing, and he says, "For the old days, we're gonna have Harley Quinn," and essentially Harley Quinn starts doing a strip tease on the stage. And I was just like, what? I was like, but if you've read the story Joker, she was a stripper in that book too. So oh, like yeah. they kind of just change it up. But she does this um, to get close to Joker and she cuts his throat. So FYI for anybody that's thinking that like, oh my God, that's degrading. She did it for a purpose. Like she's like, all right, I'll do what he says to try to kill him. And... She she does that and all hell breaks loose trying to, you know, get to the device or whatever. And they get the device away from Joker because there's this one guy that can like teleport essentially. And he gets it and he goes outside. He's like, yo, Toy Man, I got the box. And Toy Man breaks this guy's neck and he just starts laughing or whatever. And he steals the device. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, he gets away or no, no, no. He's about to get away because all he's like fucking up the whole team crazily enough. And he gets blasted. And you're just like, yo, what happened? It turns out that he was a fucking toy. He was a robot, which was crazy. And the people that end up showing up is another Suicide Squad at the very end. And it's fucking Firefly, Rick Flag, Deathstroke. I don't know who the dude in the middle is. But that then it's is peace- fucking Bloodsport. Is that Bloodsport? Yeah. Deadshot 
and I can't tell who the last person is. He's kind of like shrouded in like fucking shadows. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was just like, oh shit, two Suicide Squads. Did they fucking just light up Banshee? Yeah. Did they fucking? It seems kill like her? it. I don't know if they killed her, but they killed a few people in this. Um, Fuck. Yeah, it was pretty nuts, but. Uh, let's see. Uh, but yeah, man. So that was pretty crazy. Like the the story itself has been pretty good, but I'm just the the, the next issue is going to be the last issue. So I'm curious on where they're going to go with this because this book is like what sixty pages. Uh, yeah, and it's just been good so far. Two, fifty, fifty three, fifty four, whatever. Yeah, it's been good so far. But uh, I'm interested to see where they're going to go now that there's going to be two Suicide Squads. And we I'm assuming the Joker lived, obviously. But uh, yeah, I want to see what's going to happen next. Because they have the device now. So I'm assuming they don't have to worry about dying. So they're just going to go after the Joker. Um, so yeah, I don't know. But they're going to be going after the Joker while these this other team is probably going after them. Is what I'm going to guess. Oh, you think so? I feel like the way I kind of see it is Amanda Waller sent out a second team because this team couldn't get it done. Oh, so, uh, probably. Yeah, you know what? You're you're probably right. And then yeah. they their ego is gonna get in the fucking way, and they're like, "We yeah. can still fucking do it. You don't have to send this team or whatever." Yeah. Yeah. So that story is pretty cool. I just thought it was interesting that another Suicide Squad showed up because la, it's kind of like the Suicide Squad movie we just got. Yeah. And um. Just the concept of them finally going after the Joker. I literally said this on the podcast months ago before this was announced that like, I don't know why the Suicide Squad hasn't went after Joker. Like they should go after Joker. And then this fucking book showed up. So DC obviously listens to our podcast. Um, they don't take any of the other ideas that we talk about <laughs> that they should. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, but moving on from that, I texted Clay a long time ago. <laughs> and we we're going to have a lot to talk about when it came to Batman 112. That we were going to have a field day. What did you think of this book? I don't fucking care about Superman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? That is basically what it's come down to. And like the big thing, okay, so... This, again, if you've read the alpha, it set everything up. So, mm -hmm. Or the is, free Batman Day comic book was half of this. the free Batman comic, yeah. So here, I feel like it's still a lot of setup. Yeah. But, like, the way it fucking opens with Batman being like, Oh, God, I don't know how long I've been away. Can anybody hear me? Like, ah, uh, I... I can't I I don't know if I can trust my own brain right now guys. Yeah. Like please somebody save me. It's like who the fuck is this Batman? Yeah. Yeah. I I I don't understand who Tinian thinks Batman is. I'm telling you man, he he doesn't. Tynion. He's sorry. Yeah. Um so there's this one part where Batman, they finally get Batman back to the clock tower or whatever. And uh, Batman's confused on why he thinks he's like, why is Cassandra surprised I'm alive? But he says, uh, she's like, you look like hell, Batman. What did Scarecrow do to you? He's like, threw me off my game. I didn't even hear her coming. My equilibrium is still off. 
nobody should be able to get the drop on me like that. Like, okay. Oh my God. So I've said this a million times on this fucking podcast that Batman never underestimates anybody. And he's like, you got the drop on me. Like, oh shit, I can't believe it. Like, it's not how he fucking thinks. And I just, God damn it. I'm so glad that he's getting off this book in five issues. Um, So that was the number one thing that was garbage. And uh, in the alpha, we saw that, we saw that Oracle, which we just talked about in Titans, is very easily, uh, you know, taken over, I guess, or hacked. Oracle got taken over here. But Clay, Clay, what's the one thing that Scarecrow couldn't take over? Huh? What do you think that is? The fucking Ghost Network, or whatever the fuck that stupid shit is called. <laughs> and so he, he a calls ge- fucking Ghostmaker, and he's like, Oh, Batman, you're finally back. Hey, man, how you doing? You look like shit. What's going on? Dude, the way fucking Batman is like, hey, fuck everybody else. Ghostmaker, I need you. Yes. Oh, my God. Remember? He throws away this these characters that like he made such a big point. Tynan made such a big point to at the end of Joker War. Be like, hey, we're a family. We're back together. I can lean on any of you if I need you. Mm-hmm. They're all together. Hey, fuck all you guys. Because yeah. I got Ghostmaker. Yeah, well, there's that. And he also showed how great these characters are in his detective run. So I don't know why. Which they also took care of Brother I, which was the same regurgitated story that he's kind of doing here a little bit. But... Yeah. um. My thing is, I never thought I would want the Batman that fucking doesn't want help from anybody back. Because that Batman got annoying after a while. Like, bro, they're there. Let them help you. But now Tynan's just like, oh, yeah, Ghostmaker, I love you. Like, fuck off. Like, I'm telling you, nobody's going to give a fuck about Ghostmaker after this run. Nobody's going to use him. He's not going to, like... If he does get his own series, nobody's going to give a fuck about it. It'll be canceled in six issues. Like, this is a shitty character. And I would have much rather just been force-fed Punchline instead of having Ghostmaker here. And But she's off doing her own fucking random-ass bullshit. Then, on top of all of that, we're back with this weird Ivy now. That Queen there's like, Ivy. Yeah, Queen Ivy. And, She's been um, split in two or whatever. Yeah, and, and the her nice better part half of, is not there. <laughs> She's with Catwoman. So Harley Quinn has one half of Ivy and Catwoman has another half of Ivy, um, which is really weird. But yeah, so I just fucking... <sighs> this Batman sucks, man. Like, it sucks. And then we have, like, of course, Simon saying is saying the Peacekeepers are all doing all this shit. Well, Peacekeeper is going crazy now because of Scarecrow. So Scarecrow's taking over everything. So what does he have to do? They have to have a soldier that's not on the books. And that is now Peacekeeper X. And he only answers to Simon Sane. I'm just like, so get the fuck stupid. out of here. Like, I get it. Like, that could be kind of cool at times. But it's only cool when your story's been good. No, this is legitimate. Like, the problem about this is, like, 
this is essentially what it is. It's like, hey, Batman, I found a better Batman that works for the city. Hey, better Batman, you're not listening. So I found a better, better Batman that does <laughs> yeah. listen. Yeah. It's like, what? It's so stupid. And it's this guy that has always been around, right? This, yeah. this The same guy that has been around Simon Say. He just has, like, more upgrades. Batman's already shown that he can kick his ass. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. I I'm, I'm not interested in that fight of the century because you know a solicit's going to say that. Like, yeah. oh, the fight of the century, Batman versus Peacekeeper X. Yeah. Well, remember, uh, Joker War was their last battle. So, um, yeah. But... Oh, is that how Fear State's going to end? Joker and Batman are going to team up to fight the Scarecrow? Oh, my God. That would scream Scott <laughs> Snyder Disciple. Oh, my God. That would be paying an homage to Daddy so much. Like, hey, Daddy, I did what you did four years ago, Daddy. Like, oh, my God. Sorry, Tiny. Look, I'm I'm pretty sure you're an amazing writer. I mean, you're, you are a good writer. You're just not good at Batman. I'm sorry. But you're an awesome guy. I met you in person. You're cool. But, you know, you're not you're not you can't escape criticism. Um, and like, yeah, dude, I'm just I, I saw this know. backup with freaking uh clown hunter clown hunter i was like yeah no not reading yeah, it not, not gonna, gonna do try it. um <laughs> but let's go over to one book that i should say for the last six issues kept me like oh this is my my saving grace this can never be bad and i'm not saying this book is bad i'm not saying this book is bad as all because it's still tom king writing the story itself is good but i was slapped in the dick with this art because I was not ready for this. I got that text. <laughs> so Clay sent, like, dude, I didn't understand your tweet when you sent it to me. Like, Whoa, when man. Liam Sharp was like, I'm doing inks for whatever, I was like, oh, he's doing inks. Like, or he said pencils. Did he say pencils or inks or whatever? Pencils. I thought it was inks because for nobody that knows in the comment in the comic industry, you can have people that do pencils, which is like the drawings and then somebody inks them and that's all they do. And then somebody else will come color them or whatever. So I thought, Oh, maybe he's just doing the inks. Cause I thought clay man was doing every single issue of Batcat, But then to my surprise, me super excited to read Batman, Batman Catwoman number seven, I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I text Clay and I'm like, what happened? Because the art is so drastically different. And I was like, oh no. And Clay tells me that fucking Clay man's not coming back. And I'm like, oh no, you gotta be fucking shitting me. And I was like, I'm I'm so mad at Clay man. Like I can't, I'm disappointed like that he's not finishing this. And I was going off on a fucking tangent because I just I was pissed that the next six issues were going to be Liam Sharp. Um, although Batman has taught me to be a fucking detective and I went through Clayman's Twitter and all this shit and somebody asked him, like, are you done with Batcat? He says he is going to return on issues 10, 11, and 12. So before we get into the book itself, what are your thoughts on one, the art here? But two, the idea that Clayman is not finishing this book after he's had almost two years. I think it's bullshit. Yeah, uh, I I was disappointed. 
I think it's bullshit because I will be completely honest with you. I think it happened with Heroes in Crisis too. Yeah, but that was Mitch that took over, right? Like that's a good substitute. If I'm it not is mistaken. a good substitute. Liam Sharp is but drastically different. It is. It is. But if you look at Clayman's track record, it doesn't look great. Like, has he, he not finished a lot of things? I don't think he's finished any like mini series or maxi series, like limited wow. series. Minis uh-huh. and maxis are limited. They stop at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Like I can understand, like, hey, I'm only doing like a five issue arc on one you know ongoing title okay whatever but like if it's announced oh clay man is gonna be on this series i know now to only expect him to do either a quarter or half the book yeah i was extremely disappointed about this because of course of course the first fucking couple pages open with batman catwoman getting it on i'm like i need clay man art for that like are you fucking kidding me and i got this weird gothic style liam sharp art that just makes me go like i don't know really into that i'm trying to find the fucking but text that you sent me because i was fucking rolling (laughs) but anyways so i have to say just speaking on clay man like i am extremely disappointed because this book was delayed a whole year before we even got issue one. So that means he had a whole year to work on six issues. We got another six. We got what? When was the last issue? May? So he had a year and five months to pound out just six issues. Yeah. That's kind of ridiculous. And you can't say, well, well, yeah, you know, some art takes a lot different. Like, look, I'm I, I'm pretty sure, yes, there's a lot of art out there that does take a lot of time. And he's an amazing artist. Clayman is an amazing artist. But the, it doesn't matter how amazing you are. Like, when you have deadlines, you should hit those deadlines. And they even got delayed multiple times. This book became, like, bi-monthly at one point. Because we had Future State knock it off for two months. And, like, he had plenty of time. And Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. And it's very hard for me to be very sympathetic towards American comic book artists when manga artists get paid probably half and they pop out a book every fucking week. You know what I mean? Granted, it's not colored, but Clayman doesn't do colors. So... You know what I mean? Like, and the manga books are 20 plus pages as well. So I'm just like, I'm sorry, man. I love your art, but it's a little disappointing that you've had almost two years and you only made six issues and somebody's going to come in, drastically change the fucking art for three issues and you're going to come out and finish 10, 11, and 12. Well, I I wonder why go with fucking Sharp. I don't know, dude. It's so, the art is so different, and the thing is, Clayman did it so well, showing past, present, and future with his art style. You don't get that with Sharp. I, I like. You have to really read the story for sure to to get what they're going for, because it's the exact same art style for every single part of this book. Yeah, and. Dude, I will be completely honest. This issue, not great. Like, 
Be- and I think the art style really took me out. Like it, oh, it yeah. honestly did. Uh, there's a moment like in the book where fucking I get what he's going for. There's a moment where like it, it's supposed to be from where we left off. You know how they how mm. fucking Andrea and Selena knocked Bruce out, and they're like, okay, let's go kill the Joker. Yeah. Well, they left Bruce inside of a vault and then set the alarm off. And they mm-hmm. left a note and they're like, hey, by the way, police are coming and uh, I guess you'll just have to get out of it, whatever. Yeah. And like Bruce cuts himself open, rubs the blood all over his fucking face and then just starts to go ham on all of these fucking people. It gets a little fucking weird. I'm not going to lie. I thought that was kind of badass. Um, and the reason why, and here's the thing, I think the art doesn't fucking help the story right there. That's yeah. why. Cause I think had Clay Man did that, we'd be like, oh fuck. The thing is, is because like, yeah, you know what? Like it makes total sense that you're saying it now. Cause it's been a while since I read this book. I read it once and I was like, I don't want to go back and read it again. Like I just don't want to. <laughs> um and like i love I, his, no, dude. Ruined your bat cat experience well that's the thing right like everybody knows i am a tom king simp like 100 percent. and like i will he, tom king is one of the only writers in comics recently where i've read his issues multiple times because i'm like i really enjoy the story and i enjoy the writing and i'm just confused here because we know in issue six right like you're saying that Bruce in present time was locked, Andrea and Catwoman locked him in the cell? Yes. It's supposed to be played out that way. We don't actually see them, but we yeah. do see the note. We see the note that's on, like, because he wakes up with the noise of the alarm. Uh huh. And then the freaking note says, let me actually find it. Uh, because I was confused by that. Because there's a lot of, and I'm just so mad that Clayman didn't draw this. There's a lot of Batman and Catwoman doing it in this book, like a, a lot. lot. And I am like, fuck you! I get this every, gothic shit. Everything in the past. Yeah. There's, there's like, there's the past that, because that's one thing that we like. You need to remember also with this story. There's three timelines. Mm-hmm. Them really getting into their relationship the phantasm story and then the future where he's dead. Yeah. Like that is the three timelines. So the first timeline is early on in their relationship where they're fucking like rabbits. Yeah. The second one with phantasm is when he wakes up, it says here. So that was confusing because I thought this happened in the past. Oh, now that I read the note, it makes sense. Yeah. But like, I thought it happened in the past because all the art style is the same because they were just doing it previously. And he woke up naked. Like, yeah. That's, that's the biggest thing that's like kind of makes it a little fucking weird. I will say the one thing that I did like out of that is he beat the shit out of all of these police officers. And then the next scene you get is this like guy from the ambulance. Like, hey, man, you know, how many people are in there? How many people did he fuck up? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, man, he, he messed us all up. And uh, I can't remember the exact words. But this dude fucking knocks out the ambulance guy. Yeah. And then you can't really tell because of the fucking art. Mm-hmm. But you see the the police officer turn his head and you realize, oh, fuck, that's Bruce. Yeah. Like you realize, oh, he fucked everybody up to the point where they were all unconscious. So where he could get dressed 
and then escape without people knowing who the fuck he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just... This story, had it been written, it drawn by Clayman, I think we'd be fucking hyping this book up right now, honestly. Because there was a lot of cool shit in this, but the art is just so and different also, and so bad. Liam Sharp's old Catwoman mm-hmm. looks old. <laughs> looks like fucking ancient. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I just wasn't a bad... Because, dude, I can only imagine how that bloodbath scene looks. And you could argue, and I, just to try to play a little bit of devil's advocate, you could argue that the blood, this like whole him putting blood on his face looks grittier in this art style. Yes, with the art style, it, it is supposed to play off of the fact that like there is not much color. It is only black. And yeah. red, that is it. Yeah. So I, I can understand the concept of why this art style could probably be something of what Tom King kind of wanted in his head. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't look great. Here's my problem. We've already had so many delays with this book. I don't care if this would have taken another year and a half to come out had we waited just for Clayman. To do everything. Because how long did we wait with Doomsday Clock? And that book from beginning to end is fucking fantastic. Because it's all the same thing. I was going to ask you the same thing in regards to... DC was able to do that. Because... Like, I unfortunately don't think you can compare Johns to King. Oh, I don't think so. No. Like, just with the background. Both great writers, but... Both great writers, but, like, you look at the sales... Yeah. ...and the history, you can't compare. Like, Mm -hmm. unfortunately. So, like, if King were to be like, hey, you did it for Johns, they would have been like, yeah, because it's fucking Johns. Mm -hmm. You know? Well, he's also, like, a COO or was. Like, he had big-time pool there. Yeah. Um, And he's in their movie shit now, so they're like, oh, we really need Johns, so... Um, exactly so uh, it's you're totally right in the aspect of like hey they did it with johns and freaking uh fabic mm-hmm. with freaking doomsday clock but i mean we just said they yeah. are top they are top notch they are top tier yeah when compared to king and man so. yeah which they might be the new johns and fabic going forward you know what i mean along with mitch gerards as well yeah but had like king known this because he's like he says clay's one of his best friends right Mm -hmm. so if he knew this and i know that like what's his name um mitch is finishing up on adventures i wish he would have been like yo mitch like can you do these issues like on the side um or I would have loved for him to been like, hey, um, yo, George, uh, I know you're not writing a great Batman over there. Do you want to come work on three issues on my fucking book of Batcat? That would have been a better art style to go with this. Yeah. Like, but honestly, dude, if I become a millionaire, I'm going to pay Clay, man, to do the redo these three issues. I'd be like, how much, Clay? How much for you to redraw all three of those issues for my own private collection so I could have one fucking book of this? Because, like, dude, he he doesn't even make the modern-day Catwoman look good in this book. Yeah. And, like, 
it's just so different and, and i just I will, don't i will say this i hate and i've had this criticism before i hate the tell don't show mm-hmm. and they tell me but they don't show me in the last pages of this book it's catwoman she is like cut up and she's talking yeah and she's going i believe at this point this is the this is the bat cave and she's mm-hmm. like we took joker out of his cell and he basically fucked us all up yeah was basically it and i'm like why couldn't we fucking see that yeah dude and i'm very curious on like how this would have cuz granted i know i know how tom king writes but i've also read tom king's scripts and they change based on the artist like the artist will be like no it should be drawn this way and he'll let them do it because I was reading one of the things he did with Joelle Jones and the way she ended up doing it on the page opposed to the way he had it was better. So like, I could only imagine that clay man would make these things look better. Yeah. And um, that's maybe we would see that because it would be past, present and future or whatever, you know, cause I feel like he's telling more of a story on one page than multiple pages like Liam Sharp here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, dude. I don't know. I would like. I said, oh, if I had the money, true. Clayman did a lot of that. Like he was yeah. showing past, present, and future all on one page at times. Yeah. So um, I would love to see how he would have handled this. I'm glad that he's at least coming back to finish the ending, which is hopefully we do. He's gonna do the p- penultimate episode. P- penultimate. 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 Yeah. Yeah. He's doing that issue, which we know from Tom King. That's usually his banger issue. So we'll see what happens on that. And at least he's doing the ending. But this is going to be one of those things where when I buy this in hardcover, unless these next two issues are like fucking fire, I'm just going to be like, all right, issue six to jump to issue 10. And just fucking (laughs) like, I remember what happened. But uh, yeah, dude, this was, um, I wish it would have got the Doomsday Clock. I would have rather waited another year and a half for this whole story as with one artist. But this was a fucking shock to me when I opened this book. It I was, was just rough. like, wow. It was such a drastic fucking change. And it works. And that's the thing, too. It works with the Strange Adventures book. But it's because you're telling a happy story in one of them, of what's supposed to be like a glamorous story. And then the other one's supposed to be gritty, which is Mitch, Mitch Gerard's style. And yeah. it works there. And at the end of it, like after issue 11, like, I don't even give a shit about the art anymore. Like the story's just so good at that point. Yeah. Um, but this was so jarring that I was just like, fuck. Like, holy shit. Maybe the next issues will be better. I don't know. Because is who was coloring these? It couldn't have been what's his face. No uh, way it was a more. Let's look at the freaking Because I would just feel like that's so different. If so it was him. Reddit say. Oh, Sharp does colors too. That's why. Womp, 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 womp. Yeah, the, the credits only have them two on it. Yeah. <sighs> He's doing the next two issues. Oh my God. And this book might get delayed. <laughs> like, what's the fucking point? Why <laughs> even bring him on? <sighs> but I have oh, to say, as, as much as I love Clayman, dude, two years for for this because you got to remember like clay man would have been on those final few issues for tom king's run if it would have never ended you know what i mean 
So he would have had even more time to think, to draw, or not, he would have already, should have already been drawing. So if anything, he's had even more time than a year and a half or whatever since this book got delayed. So like, I don't know, man. It's just like, we we talked about this. Tom King's run when it came to art was fucking like 95% perfect, even when it changed arcs. And there was that one Nightwing issue where they got that one artist that was like terrible. Like it was that Batman Nightwing kind of something happened in it. I don't know if it was a flashback, but it was terrible art. And then everything was fucking fantastic until we got fucking Ramita Jr. Yeah. And we were just like, oh my God, this is and this is ruining these final like big books. Um, so yeah, man, we've always been as much as I love Tom King, like art makes a comic book. We've always said that. And I think art can definitely hurt a story. This is not saying that Liam Sharp is not a good artist or anything like that. I just don't think this style fits with this story. After what we've gotten and the way it's telling past, present, and future, and you can't even tell in this book. Yeah, that was just, it was a bad choice. And I want to know if anybody said this to Tom King on Twitter. I'm pretty sure he wouldn't answer it. But uh, yeah, that was just a bad choice. Uh yeah, that's all, that's all I can really say. I'm disappointed. <laughs> it's, it, it's rough, dude. I just, I loved your fucking reaction. You're like, what the fuck happened to Bad Cat? Yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't do it, man. Like, this has been my saving grace. This has been the only Batman book I could count on. And they slapped me in the dick like that. I just couldn't believe it. I was like in bed with my iPad, like fucking so happy to start reading this shit. And I got fucking just, I I was so disappointed, man. So disappointed. Couldn't believe it. And I've had to sit on this for three weeks because we got these books so long ago. Yeah, because I mentioned it in the last two podcasts for sure. Um, But yeah, and now we're entering in a possibly delayed Batcat. For the next two issues are going to still be this art, which is unfortunate. And the next three months of Alpha are Fear State. Like, yeah. <sighs> I really hope Batman World is like. I'm hoping Batman World is just like so fucking amazing that we can just cover one story a week going forward. <laughs> <laughs> like they're just all banger issues, and we're like, all right, guys, for the next 14 weeks, we're covering one Batman story <laughs> from fucking Batman World. Oh, oh my god shit 14 weeks that would be three months that's... yeah that, exactly exactly <laughs> fucking fear state right there it will help us get through the next three months um but yeah that is it for this podcast ladies and gentlemen clay what do you got on the docket for this week of course you can always find me at fanboy clay on twitter um link tree is always in the description uh, of the podcatcher and especially on youtube but uh this week what is this week uh of course you can always go to marvel alliance listen to the shang chi review it's gonna be spoiler filled so hopefully you watch it if not you can always wait the 45 days for it to be on disney plus um but always on dc alliance as well to uh give you all of your other dc news uh that isn't batman related specifically um but overall i think that is it you know i'm probably going to be i'm gonna try to be probably because right after this i got a lot of homework to do but uh dun, dun, dun. 
I am probably going to jump onto a friend's podcast to talk about all of the stuff that was just revealed on the PlayStation Showcase uh, just today. A lot nice. of that stuff looks really fucking cool. So, yeah, well, it, I mean, if Insomniac's doing Wolverine, that's pretty cool. It started off really strong with uh, they announced the remake of Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, I saw that. So there's that, and then it start it ended strong with fucking God of War, Wolverine, Spider Man Two. So no Batman stuff. No Batman, but that's all gonna be left off for fandom. Like freaking yeah, probably. Uh, Gotham um, Knights and Suicide Squad. Is PlayStation all are everything announced exclusives? Is that for, why for PlayStation? Uh, I believe so. Okay, that's probably why as well because those aren't exclusive. So. Yeah. Uh, they'll probably have exclusive items or missions, but they won't be exclusive to PlayStation. Uh, yeah, so anyways, guys, you can go check out... If you're listening to this on YouTube, go to the YouTube channel section, and you can find uh, a lot of my other channels that you can find me on, or just go to the description. If you guys are listening to this in audio form, uh, you know, go to my link tree, or just search Juice from the Box on uh, YouTube, and you'll go to my main channel where I've been uploading a lot of videos pretty consistently lately. Uh, I've uploaded a lot of stuff on the reaction and the gaming channel. Uh, I started finally putting up some gameplay of things. So definitely go check that out. I reacted to some Apex stuff today. Um, but yeah, also doing a bunch of things over there. So go check that out. I'm taking a break from TikTok just because I'm trying to reformat videos and whatnot. But there's always something's always taking a backseat to something else in my life. But uh, yeah, that's going to be it, ladies and gentlemen. As always, he is Fanboy Clay. I am Juice Wayne. Remember, Batman is awesome. <laughs> News we-